Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to today's town hall with Oran Soko, Arnon Goldman, Victoria Anderson. My name is Matomi, and I am the Group Community Manager for Asia Pacific and Japan. So today, um, I think I'm very glad to have with us three heavyweight speakers. So first of all, we have uh, Oran Soko, who is a familiar face for most of you. He's been leading the HP graphics industrial business in Asia Pacific and actively helping customers achieve profitable growth in their respective market segments. So recently, he has moved back to Israel to continue uh, his professional journey with HP while passing the baton to Arnon Goldman, whom I will introduce shortly. Hello there, Oran. Would you like to tell us how you are doing back in Israel? Good afternoon, everyone, and, uh, and hello from, uh, from Israel. Um, I have, uh, as Motomi mentioned, uh, returned uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and uh, and uh, starting uh, the, the next part of the, of the journey uh, in, in graphics. Um, I have, um, as, of, as of 1st of August, it's been uh, exactly three years uh, that I have been heading uh, the graphics uh, industrial business uh, in Asia. Um, and it's been close to 14 years uh, for me in uh, in Asia itself. Um, so, so for me and my family, Asia is uh, is, is pretty much the home. Um, most of my kids were born in Asia, so it's uh, it, it has definitely been an, an emotional uh, journey. Uh, this this return, um, uh, leaving so many uh, you know people and experiences behind, but it it really has been. Um, an incredible few years uh, in Asia, and, and I think it has really uh, defined uh, in many ways who, who I am, uh, both personally and, and professionally. So, um, while I while I can't share yet uh, the the new uh, role uh, within HP, I, I assure you all that I'm uh, I'm still very much uh, involved and will be involved in in the industrial business, uh, which I love. Um, and and uh, and hopefully we'll we'll continue to be a very strong supporter and advocate for uh, for Asia in this in this new role. And I I, I hope to to update you very shortly uh, what what this role uh, will be. Okay, so this is um this is from my uh, from my side. I, I did want to introduce Arnon uh, a little bit. I I think many of you already know Arnon. Um, uh, he will he'll introduce himself in, in a bit uh, who's uh, taking over um, uh, and has basically taken over as, as of 1st of, of August. Uh, uh, Arnon is a, is a veteran uh, person in our, in our organization. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that uh, uh, through him, we're going to have uh, very seamless uh, business continuity from 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 your perspective, from from our business perspective, um, and uh, and I did want uh, to to have this opportunity for for you to to get a little bit more acquainted uh, with Arnon. Um, so Arnon, maybe I'll pass it over to you. So uh, yeah, we forgot to show that, right? <laughs> I'm but, supposed uh, to introduce you, Arnon. <laughs> no worries. Okay. Please do. <laughs> yes. So yeah, as, as Oran mentioned, Arnon Goldman is the newly appointed general manager 
and brings with him over 24 years of experience within the graphics industrial business, of which 11 years were leadership roles in Asia Pacific. He has led the business development team, managed product categories and strategic planning. So I can see that, you know, he's already quite a popular figure across the region. And I'd like to welcome Arnon to share a little story about himself. Thank you, Motomi. Hi, everybody. First of all, it's good to see so many familiar names uh, with, uh, with Kelvin and Biju on the line and, and others and hi, Peter. Um, I'll, uh, first of all, it's nice to meet, meet you all again. Although when I look at the names, I, you know, most of you I, uh, I know. I have a very special warm corner in my heart for, uh, for this group. Uh, 10 years ago, actually 11, time flies. When I joined, I joined as business development manager for Asia. And it was an amazing, uh, you know, love at first sight with the, with the business, uh, with, the, with the customers, uh, with the excitement in the market. And, uh, and for me, it all began when I, you know, when I joined and a few weeks later, I joined the uh, Discook 5 in, uh, I think it was in, uh, in Dallas, in Texas. It was snowing there, very rare. Uh, but I remember that and it was, you know, mind blowing. I, I was so excited to see so many printers sharing with each other something that, you know, uh, is not, it's not that obvious to see. Uh, sometimes people that compete from the same states in the states, right, and uh, from the same areas, just sharing their success and ideas and thoughts, and uh, what I think is the future uh, for them uh, in an open way. And uh, back then, we brought with us a few tens of uh, customers. We had our APJ breakout session, three hours together, just absorbing this uh, this atmosphere and this energy. And the immediate thought was. And this was, yes, 10 years ago, or, or even a little bit more. The immediate thought was we have to, uh, to bring this thing in a bigger way to Asia. It just, you know, it, it was, you know, we, we felt the envy and, and we said we, we need something similar. It doesn't have to look uh, the same, right? We, we adjust it and we have to bring it. Um, and the people that actually were, uh, were thinking this way are the people that participated in this journey to, to North America. And there were, I think, between 60 to 100 people. I don't remember. A few tens of them, and a few very, very excited leaders in the market. Um, and I remember that after talking with these leaders, it was uh, Sunny Fang, and uh, that you can see here, and uh, Christian Soesena from Indonesia, and Fred Punawala from India, and David Minet from Australia, and uh, Yuki Yuki San Yukinori Okamoto from Japan, and, and Ikwang from China. And, all of them were very excited and we decided to meet in, uh, in Singapore and plan how we recreate this feeling in Asia and this, uh, and this energy. And this was an amazing journey for me, you know, getting, uh, you know, fresh new into, the, into a business 10 years ago. Uh, for them, creating something that didn't exist, this togetherness. Uh, and it started with one Discoup Asia in 2010 in Seoul with over a thousand participants. And we had to start with a, with a big bang. Uh, to get it going, to create some sort of momentum. And then we had it in uh, Singapore again, 2011, 2012 was, uh, was a Drupa year. So uh, we brought 800 excited people to an event in uh, Singapore. HP was very much involved in, uh, in driving activity and all with the guidance of the steering committee that, that you can see here uh, in the picture on the, on the right, that got more and more independence. 
and uh, and the momentum of its uh, of its own. And then you know my last uh, and and I I was uh, I was very much involved with the steering committee with running all these uh, first uh, three or four uh, conferences. And in 2013 was my last uh, conference before I handed over uh, to the next one uh, to manage it. Um, and giving it more uh, independence. And here you can see on the left, uh, the Beijing event in 2013 with everybody excited with the colorful uh, balloons. And uh, me here on the right, uh, you see with the years with less and less hair, but also looking at the pictures of the, the second event in, uh, in Singapore. And specifically, I was looking at the picture of my wife here. That was uh, the joint event. And you cannot see, but even my daughter was there. My wife was... Uh, was pregnant back then uh, with my daughter that is now nine years old. So my connection to uh, to this to this group goes beyond you know beyond what you see today as uh, as uh, this group. I feel uh, in a way uh, responsible for some things and uh, and very much connected. Many of the people I mentioned are are friends that I spend personal time with, and I think that this is uh, you know this is in my uh, in my blood. So that's my my connection to uh, this group. I'm happy to be here with you in uh, in this new capacity, and um, and would be happy to answer any questions or listen to any thoughts you have um, later in the session. Thank you, Matomi. Thank you, Ramon. <laughs> Thank you for doing the groundwork before we started. And if you check out the chat box, there are a couple of congratulatory messages for both you and Oran. Okay. And yeah. So I mentioned uh, to the audience earlier that together with uh, Oran and Unknown, we have Victoria Anderson, who is the Regional Brand Innovation and Sustainability Lead for Indigo. Victoria brings with her 20 years of experience in international business development, global account management, and integrated marketing communications across APEC, EMEA, and North America regions. So her current role involves inspiring and empowering brands and agencies by co-creating innovative and sustainable campaigns. So I know many of you are very curious on how to pivot your businesses during this time. So please look at um, what Victoria has to share later on. I'm sure you can capture some great ideas today. So uh, thank you, Anon, for helping with the slides. I'd just like to go to the next slide to run through quickly the housekeeping. Yeah, just uh, as usual, our attendees will be put on mute throughout this uh, webinar session. However, we definitely want to hear from you, just like you've sent us some couple of messages on the, on the chat box. Please continue to do so if you wish to chat with any of the panelists. And please post your questions or comments using the Q&A box, however, if you would like to, uh, you know, them to be answered later on. Or if you prefer to have a more personal engagement with any of our panelists, please use the raise hand option. We'll get in touch with you so, you know, we can unmute you when uh, the time is appropriate. And yeah, you, you can speak to any of our speakers directly. We'll try to take as many questions live as uh, possible today, but if for any reason we are not able to um, answer yours today, please feel free to send them to my email at myoung at thisegroup.org or email to us at hello at thisegroup.org. We'll try our best to get them answered um, to you after the session. So um, today's session, I'd say we want to keep it as interactive as possible so that you get to know the regional leaders uh, you know, um, within, within HP. 
ask them questions uh, that you know you've been thinking about how how you know HP is able to work with you as a supplier partner to continue your businesses. So so I'd like to first um, invite Oran and Arnon back, then you know to take on some questions that were previously submitted by our members. So Oran and Anon, I've been hearing from a good number of members. They, they are very curious to understand, you know, based on the information and knowledge that you have for the print industry, based on what you've seen, how are businesses uh, recovering from this current pandemic, this current situation? I can, uh, maybe I'll, I can start from a, you know, more of a regional uh, point of view. Um, so what we see, we see, of course, we have we're having discussions with uh, with different uh, customers in different countries. Many of them, as usual, uh, in a very direct way. But we, what we also see is the data, right? Because we have the big data. We see uh, the total volume um, uh, by segment, by country, and of course, you see you see a whole uh, a whole pattern evolving. Um, I like to look at uh, China <clears throat> as, um, as some sort of an example of a country because they experienced the whole crisis earlier, managed to overcome the medical side of it quite early in the game, maintaining some, some measures. And, um, and therefore, looking at what's happening there is, uh, can help us a little bit get idea how, how things will look uh, later in the rest of the region, although every country Every territory is a different story, every government, every economy, every, uh, even every group of customers. And what we, what we saw in the macro, in the numbers in China is that, yes, there was a hit at the beginning. Of course, many businesses had to close down to lower the level of activity. Of course, the labels and packaging segment uh, was in many places and is in many places uh, considered as an essential uh, business supporting uh, uh, production uh, industries, uh, uh, food, uh, medications, uh, cosmetics, uh, but these kept were kept open, and you could see that uh, the impact of the crisis on these was was there, but was minimal. Usually, even you know a single digit in terms of the volume that we see. Uh, the commercial uh, business uh, was impacted in a more significant way, um, but if you look at China that I mentioned as a as an example. You could see a drop in commercial business, maintaining labels, uh, labels and packaging business in uh, in reasonable levels, not growing in any way, but but stable. And then uh, after something like two three months into the crisis, around the April April May timeframe for China, we started seeing a recovery, uh, and then stabilization in a level that was a little bit lower than the the usual run rate. And only in the last few weeks we could see the volume, commercial printers getting back to printing in levels that are similar to the same period uh, last uh, last year, which is very encouraging when you think about the, the economic impact that this crisis have uh, in places. So this is China, of course, in India, where, where it's more around the photo segment, we saw a bigger impact, a longer uh, time. But these are, these are the, I think, the patterns that, uh, uh, that, that we see in the region. So anything to add on from your end or run? Yeah, so I, I think, uh, yeah, uh, Arnon touched on, 
on some important points here. I, I, I might, uh, you know, uh, maybe want to pivot um, a little bit on the perspective of, uh, of HP, uh, let, let's say from, from, um, from this perspective. Uh, and, and it is true, as Arnold mentioned, that I, I, I think we have, um, we, we, we do have the benefit of having the big data, right? Where each, each one of our customers sees his own business uh, we sometimes have an ability to aggregate all this information together and, and see some trends, which I think this is this is what's uh, what's interesting. I think to to our Disco community here. Um, so I would say on one hand, and I, I think we spoke about this a little bit in the in the previous town hall. Um, HP as 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 a company has really uh, tried to do two two key things during this this period. One is is on the uh, sort of the support side of it, and and the second is on the on the on the leveraging side of it, right? Um, on the support side, there's been a lot of activities, uh, mainly in China, uh, during the beginning phases of, of literally investing dollars uh, in the communities, uh, providing, you know, access or or free, uh, you know, laptops, printers, and things like that to to areas that have been uh, that have been hit. That that was more at the beginning of the. Uh, of, of this pandemic, um, I think what we've what we've shifted into in the past few months is more how do we uh, you know how do we evolve because of this new situation which seems to be with us and will continue to be with us for for quite a long time, um, and 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 this is where the more interesting areas have have come out uh, like uh, like remote learning for example right where a lot of students across asia and across the world are you know working and learning from home um and and can we provide the tools uh to do that and and, and hp has provided some uh, some platforms you know obviously the one we're speaking on is is a, is a good example uh but uh, um, uh but how do you extend that to having actual materials at home uh, and how do you print those materials and and how do you update them uh, uh, per student right so that has been something that's been uh, uh, that's been going on. Um, uh, healthcare, right? The, the the whole our entire 3D business and and how we have been able to um, print customized uh, healthcare uh, equipment, medical equipment, um, uh, to to hospitals and facilities um, uh, has has also been a big a big area. Another good example of, of how uh, you know we're trying to support this. Uh, uh, this this part of the uh, you know uh, change uh, that has come across because of this uh, uh, COVID uh, pandemic. So th this is from our perspective, this has been a, a key a key thing uh, on on you know thinking how we're changing this. And uh, for me, it always um, it always you know I I, I have in mind. Uh, you guys are all familiar with with Andy Grove, uh, so the the, uh, the the CEO the uh, one of the first CEO of, of Intel, right? And he 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 had this you know this this famous uh, saying that you know bad companies uh, you know, fail during a crisis and uh, good companies uh, are able to survive a crisis, but but great companies are actually defined by a crisis. And um, and I, I think that this is a very you know it's it's an important uh, statement for us as well. We are we're we're definitely and I think all of us maybe as a, as communities, all of you as, as business owners, I think we're, we're we're trying to see. Obviously, first of all, how do we survive? Okay, but but second, can it is it can this actually define us? Can we do something that will that will change 
the, the, the business model, right, uh, for us and maybe, maybe even come out of this uh, crazy crisis in, in, a, in a stronger position uh, than we were before. Um, and, it, and this, I think, for me, is, is, a, is a very interesting uh, part of it. Um, I, I, I did want to share just how uh, HP is structuring, really in, really in 60 seconds, um, um, how HP is thinking of restructuring and will be restructuring now in, in line with this. So um, I, I'm not sure all of you have, have uh, heard uh, or seen the, this, uh, these updates in the media. So I think this might be a good forum to maybe share. Um, we have almost completely restructured our, um, uh, our, our graphics business um, uh, really in the past uh, few weeks. Um, mainly because what we're seeing is these changing needs of our customers, right? And, the, and these needs are, are, are driving new business models, right? We're shifting the business models of our customers. And the demands we're seeing right now are for really highly personalized value propositions, uh, service on demand. Uh, it is something um, uh, our CEO Enrique calls an industry, industries of one, right? Um, hyper personalization uh, demands coming from the brands. You, you'll hear this obviously from Victoria in a few minutes, uh, the, the demands that are coming from the brands and the, and the uh, industry are, are, are pushing us into this direction. So um, what HP decided to do is actually take all the uh, business units uh, that are on this sort of cutting edge of sort of application driven industry uh, 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 driven um, and, and put them under one, uh, one umbrella. We're, we're calling this new organization the Personalization and Industrial Business or PIB uh, for short. So this, this will become a global, uh, so first of all, in this business unit, there will be the, our industrial business, the, the one that um, uh, Arnon and myself are part of, which includes our Indigo business, it includes our PageWide business, uh, our, our corrugated business, okay, this, this will all be under this umbrella. It will also include our 3D printing and, digi <clears throat> sorry, and digital manufacturing business, okay? So both of these business will be combined under this uh, personalization and industrial business uh, umbrella. Uh, it will also have uh, um, a, a unit that is completely focused on personalization and end-to-end -end solutions both for 3D and for GSP, okay, which is also very interesting. And this will allow us to have uh, some, some great synergies uh, between these, these, uh, these two big businesses that we have, the 3D business and the industrial business, okay? Uh, another important thing is that this will now become what HP calls a global business unit, a global business unit. So we're, we're going to be reporting directly to the CEO, directly to Enrique Lores. Um, and, and that gives huge focus, uh, to us and, and, um, and, and will allow us to get, uh, uh, capabilities and, and hopefully resources that are necessary for this uh, very unique part of the business. So I, I, I think this is a great, uh, uh, a great change for us. We're, we're, we're just right now, uh, looking into exactly how this is, um, you know, going to, to roll out, um. If I have to say, if I'm sitting on your side saying, okay, well, it's, what's in it for me, right? Uh, as, as a customer, uh, of course, fundamentally nothing changes from, from business continuity, right? Uh, so so the, 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 the fundamental work that you have with, with our 
partners and uh, channel partners in the countries and, and us, nothing changes. What I do think will change for the better is one, the synergy. I think incorporating 3D into the business, uh, I, I think many of you might have adjacencies with 3D printing and digital manufacturing that maybe you could leverage because we will be working so much closer with our partners on the on the additive manufacturing side. Um, I think this will allow us faster response time, uh, faster innovation, because everything will be under one umbrella and will be closer to the CEO. Uh, so decisions will be taken much faster. And for me, one of the key things would be this end-to-end -end solutions, right? So we're, we're really looking at having a whole team focused on not just the product, not just the the hardware, but really, how do we look at the workflow? How do we look at the pre-printing and the post-printing solutions, 3D and graphics uh, combined? So, so for me, this is really an exciting change that was, I think, brought on uh, or, or at least accelerated because of this uh, situation right now um, uh, with, with, the, with this pandemic. And, and I believe as, as we transition out of it, I, I think this will be a, a, a fantastic change for us. And I really hope that... Uh, as, as part of our community, uh, you, you, you will all benefit uh, from this. So, uh, this, this, Motomi, this is uh, from my end, just, uh, just a brief, and maybe we can share a little bit more uh, in, in, future, in future sessions. Yep, thank you, you know, for the elaborate explanation. And I think it's a very strong uh, reassurance to our community that they will still continue to get the support that they've always been getting. So Absolutely. next, uh, yeah, next question that I received uh, from several members was that, you know, they're trying to see how they can bring business volume back again. And of course, as, as you would see, a lot of uh, photo book printers, commercial printers, they have been so badly affected by this pandemic. They're struggling to find, you know, uh, ways to survive and also pivot themselves to, you know, out of, out of this, uh, this current rut. So out of the many applications that you have which ones would you suggest uh, as options you know for some of these printers to help them bring business volumes up again maybe i'll uh, maybe i'll start with that so mm -hmm. uh, so so first of all you know the, the everybody on the line knows that the, the the business is more diverse than we can cover with just suggesting a few uh, simple applications right uh, this will not be uh, you know, serious from our side saying, you know, these are the applications and you'll, you know, this will make your uh, business uh, um, uh, grow faster, right? Victoria will, will mention soon a few bigger trends that can give you ideas and thoughts, you know, what, uh, what, what is next uh, for all of us, uh, for you in the specific uh, markets. What we see uh, we see some customers, uh, you know, having like an immediate response. If you already have the the right finishing and the right equipment, and you're ready to to make applications that are uh, directly related to the crisis, many customers just jump on this opportunity and and get a few nice, uh, you know, uh, uh, jobs running. Uh, whether it's the QR code for you know entrance and exit from uh, places, and uh, and the floor signage. And then other very crisis-related applications. This is here, and this will go away. And eventually, uh, what we see in general, with or without a crisis, uh, where there's a difficulty in a specific market, a specific country, and challenges, always uh, the ones with a little bit more diverse 
range of applications that do not lean on one line of business and applications will have a stronger uh, position, right? And uh, I think that the most extreme uh, cases that we see would be our situation now, for example, in India, where a lot of the business is uh, in professional uh, photography uh, and the wedding season is uh, is in a way uh, quite uh, quite dead this year, right? All the auspicious dates were uh, until June, and uh, and there's uh, uh, little business going in this uh, specific uh, segment. The customers that are also running other applications and also looking at consumer business and also looking at some commercial business and some stickers and uh, hand applied labels and some, you know, with the same sheet fed machines and have the right uh, equipment and, and finishing because it's not something that you build overnight or in the span of a month of a crisis or two in the entrance to the crisis. But these ones that are coming ready with, um, with, with ideas that they can execute immediately and are not leaning on one specific uh, application have a better chance uh, to run a more resilient uh, business uh, through uh, through the the crisis, uh, and to me, this flexibility and building on a broader base is is the secret. It doesn't happen overnight, uh, but you know, each each one of us, each one of you, can think about uh, what else you can do with what you have, and and with a little investment. And with uh, looking at, uh, at different substrates and, and a little bit uh, changes to the process and turning into uh, uh, different applications, not in, a, not in a big way, not big deviations. Uh, and I think that this is, uh, I think this goes across all the cases that we see as, uh, as successful and, uh, and recovering, uh, recovering faster. Of course, we all hope that uh, the economic side and the limitations and everything will be gradually removed and uh, and the recovery that we actually see now to print volume into the level of activity of the entire install base um, will continue because it's a good trend that we see uh, i can say that uh, july looked much better in terms of what you were printing than what we expected you know we had our our numbers and forecasts uh, and uh, and guesses in uh, to a certain level, right? We've never been in such a situation. Uh, so, um, so it feels like one, there is some recovery in the specific industry we're at, right? After a, an initial shock. Second, many customers, many printers are doing probably the right things. We see examples, of course, of expanding a little bit the range of applications and doing other things, uh, but you see recovery that is faster than uh, what we expected. And uh, and there's a lot uh, still to do because we are, uh, you know, we're just a few months into a crisis. There will be a, you know, we all want things to improve faster, but there will be a, an economic impact that will stay with us for uh, for longer. And we, we don't yet know how the the medical side of this or the, the measures or the, the side of, of this crisis will evolve in the coming months. Hopefully things will calm down and be more in control. But uh, driving change and being proactive and looking for the next thing that you can do is is the right thing to do. And I'm sure that Victoria will have some yeah. some ideas. Yeah, I, I would add. Uh, yeah, I think Arnon covered it uh, well. I, you know, for me, these are always um, you know, it's, 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 these are always uh, difficult questions, right? Because uh, 
you know, you, you guys are, are business owners and, and uh, you know, you, you, you run your businesses and, and who are we to even, uh, <laughs> to even come in and, and suggest anything uh, to you guys uh, that have been running a successful businesses for so many years. Um, what, I, what I would say is just from a perspective of, again, the, the, the data that we're seeing, right, uh, from across the world, and, and maybe sometimes this gives us a bit of insight, um, I, I, I would generalize it maybe on three aspects. One, uh, we've seen a lot of customers optimized, right, in the sense that they're, they're, they're doing things differently now as far as uh, being able to, to do more with less, um, uh, uh, cutting unnecessary costs, uh, finding ways to, to work with, you know, your, your specific vendors or, or uh, re sort of recontracting in, in a way um, uh, some of the things that before no one even thought about, right? But today uh, you're able to do things uh, uh, because of the situation differently, more uh, remotely uh, uh, and, and so on. So we've, we've seen a lot of activities around sort of optimizing uh, the, the work. Uh, second, we've seen, um, I don't know how to call it, let's call it scale, which is doing the same type of work, but in a, in a, in a uh, deeper way, right? In a, in a bigger share of the wallet, like uh, working with the same customers that you worked before, but, uh, but expanding what you do with those specific customers, right? To, to do, uh, you know, things that are more personalized, uh, what Arnon was touching on, uh, different types of medias, uh, different applications that fit the current uh, needs and and you know uh, obviously uh, uh, Vic will touch on it right now and the third is this uh, 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 let's call it expanding right we have seen customers that have been only doing uh, photo and have shifted into uh, also other areas of GCP we've seen customers shifting into labels right commercial customers shifting into labels we've seen label customers shifting into 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 packaging right. Um, and, and almost have have used this as as a, as a trigger, right? Uh, to 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 do this. So, for me, these are three areas that, again, humbly, I would consider you to to look at optimizing, uh, scaling into into your existing customers in different ways using the Indigo technology, uh, and then maybe even expanding uh, beyond what you uh, you've done before. Um, but these for me would be the three key areas I've seen customers across the world uh, do do quite successfully uh, as it relates to sort of this this community. Thank you, Oran and Alwan. So I I don't see any immediate uh, questions from the audience as yet. However, uh, Thomas uh, from Nita Printing he has a comment. And he would like to um, commend HP for giving much needed help to the PSPs by offering so much valuable educational webinars. So another super appreciated helping hand was the free implementation of SiteFlow Lite. So thank you so much for the help. So this is uh, for, for the team at HP. Yeah. We've, so, I, uh, I can I assure like you, we've, we've learned much more from Tom than he's learned from us. <laughs> <laughs> So I'd like to invite the audience uh, to send me any questions that you may have at this point in time. Uh, okay, now we have another question from Tom in Australia. For 3D, like I, I mean 3D printing, which should we get into? So would it be something that uh, Anon or Oran can answer? 
Can you repeat the question? Which which three D technology or? Um, yeah, he mentioned three D. So I think it it will be three D printing. Um. Okay. I, I'm. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it, we we have so so. A, uh, I'll I'll answer broadly because I'm not sure exactly the the uh, what what the direction of the question is, but. We, HP has um, a 3D technology called Fusion Jet, okay, and uh, for, for, for plastics. Um, and, and there's a new technology um, called Metal Jet uh, for, for, for metal uh, substrates uh, that HP has. It's, it's, a lot of it is based on the, on the same uh, uh, inkjet heads, right? The technology that, we've, we've, that HP has invented uh, many, many years ago. Um, and and these uh, these technologies are are working uh, almost seamlessly today with things like PrintOS, with our uh, supply chains, our operational uh, chains. So uh, for us, there's there's a lot of synergy here. So if if the the question is around this uh, technology, then uh, th this is proprietary um, HP technology, and we'll be happy to to share more specifically on this topic. Um, if you want in, in future sessions. Yep, one more thing, uh, one more question that came in from Manish of Printo in India. Uh, should we export a consumables availability impact in India due to restriction on supplies in China? The, the answer is no. Mm, shouldn't mm -hmm. expect any, any problem. Our okay. supplies uh, come either from Israel or from Singapore, and uh, the, the, we don't expect any any problem. Mm. Great to hear. One more question: uh, Is there a way to adapt older Indigo equipment to basic packaging applications as a step up to packaging investments? So we we see uh, many customers. Uh, uh, using sheet fed series three, if, even uh, even series two with thick substrate kit uh, for light packaging. Um, so the, the way to adapt the, the, the older equipment is to see that uh, that it can take a thick substrate kit or TSK, whether it's uh, to 550 microns or uh, or any other version, and uh, and this gives you at least the thickness uh, uh, that you that you need. Uh, so yes, definitely. Um, it is still light packaging, right? What can what can be uh, um, in terms of imposition in what can goes onto onto our uh, uh, A3 size? Uh, then yes. There's also tag applications that we see and cards that are adjacent to to packaging. And, uh, and are done on Sheetford even by our uh, bigger accounts in, in Asia. So the answer is definitely yes. Um, and we'd, we'd be happy to help with that. Thank you. I see uh, no other questions that come in. So maybe we can invite Victoria right now. Great. Well, um, thank you so much uh, for the opportunity to present uh, today. It's a special honor and uh, pleasure. I hope everybody is uh, doing fine in these unprecedented times. Um, 
Today's uh, topic of uh, my presentation is focusing on uh, new normal megatrends that potentially can help to boost your digital print business growth. Uh, I was introduced already uh, briefly before by Matomi, but I haven't uh, met everybody, I guess, in this audience. Uh, maybe a few more words on uh, my, my background and um, my role at HB Indigo. So as already mentioned, I'm uh, leading brand innovation and sustainability activities across Asia Pacific. And what it actually means is that uh, my role uh, primarily is to inspire brands about the capabilities of digital print solutions. So uh, in this connection, what we do, we're meeting the brands, we are um, making sure that we're triggering their interests about uh, digital print technology. And uh, following that, we are focusing on uh, developing uh, various projects uh, which could be based on digital print. And uh, what's coming next, we're making sure to connect them to the digital print providers who can successfully implement uh, the uh, one or the other selected project. Now, what is also important to say is uh, why specifically leave this type of engagements across the region is because of the fact that my background is also slightly different than the ones of my colleagues. I'm coming from brand side, also agency side, and uh, prior to taking over this role, I've been uh, in charge of uh, various uh, global brand accounts and the way also how I uh, speak to the brands is slightly different. So it's called uh, the brand language. So I will be more than happy to uh, connect with you should you want to continue discussion about uh, how to reconnect the brands in these unprecedented times, or if you need any other type of support in your ongoing engagements with brands. But uh, today's topic of uh, my presentation is slightly different, and I would like to uh, kick off by addressing the quote of uh, Jennifer Kennedy. He said that the Chinese uh, used two brush strokes to write the word crisis. One brush stroke uh, stands for danger, the other for opportunity. In a crisis, do be aware of the danger, but still do recognize the opportunity. Where we're standing today, we're talking about uh, the fact that pandemic is actually forcing individuals and organizations into very much new behaviors. Um, what it means also is that our post-COVID world will undoubtedly uh, look different than it did before the pandemic. Some existing trends uh, will be accelerated and other new ones will surface as business models are forced to evolve in, other to, in order to recapture growth. What is also important to say is that given the current pace of change, it is impossible for anyone to accurately predict that what comes next and uh, also to forecast growth and uh, contraction of uh, rates in our industry. But something that is pretty clear is that we would like to believe that a lot of trends are temporary, 
but uh, the longer we move onwards, we really understand that the new behaviors are becoming uh, our habits. Um, we're also talking about the fact that constraints are masking structural gaps in our economy, in uh, commercial models and culture, which must be addressed for survival and for moving forward. Now, on the next slide, what we see is actually uh, the facts presented by IMAF, uh, which is expecting the growth in Asia to stall at zero uh, percent in uh, 2020, which means the worst performance in 60 years, and it's uh, actually worse, as you can see from the graphic just next to it, uh, worse than uh, during global financial crisis and Asian financial crisis. Um, the um, downward uh, revisions uh, that you can see are ranging from 3.5 percentage points in the case of Korea, which appears to have uh, managed to slow the uh, spread of the coronavirus uh, while minimizing prolonged uh, production shutdowns to over 9 percentage points in the case of uh, Australia, Thailand, and New Zealand, which were all hit by global tourism slowdown, which had its own separate impact. And also in the case of Australia, uh, was uh, by lower commodity prices. So that was one of the prime impacts. And in general, we're talking about that uh, within the region, uh, Pacific uh, island countries are among the most vulnerable uh, given the limited fiscal space, as well as uh, comparatively um, underdeveloped health infrastructure. What we also can see here though, is that uh, in comparison to uh, the United States and Europe, we're still doing quite well because the gross decline in birth uh, in the United States was by 6.0% and Europe by 6.6. .6. Now, moving onwards, I would like to share with you uh, some uh, survey results of uh, Fortune 500, which uh, they have done with the CEOs. Um, on the question of uh, when will economic activity return to the level it was before the pandemic, um, they are seeing it quite pessimistically, uh, looking that it might only return more or less in uh, 2022. When we're talking about if um, uh, uh, when will at least 90% uh, of uh, workforce uh, will return to their usual workspaces, um, it really proves that uh, the new normal will look different because uh, over 25% of all CEOs have answered never. We're also talking about um, the business travel. Will it ever be comparable to the levels before the pandemic? And um, more than half of the asked CEOs have answered never. And um, Another two questions uh, are about uh, when do we expect uh, capital spending at uh, the companies to exceed uh, 2019 levels? And uh, actually here, the um, 
responses have been much more optimistic, uh, talking about potential majority uh, response was about uh, 2021. And um, whether um, the crisis will have uh, effect on the pace of technological transformation. Here, uh, the answers look very different than they ever been before. The saying uh, that it will definitely accelerate to about 75%. And last but not least, um, talking about some um, things uh, which definitely uh, taught uh, everybody something during the crisis. Uh, first of all, um, the aspect of working from home. <laughs> working from home definitely works. Um, the meaning of the world in essential. Leadership and values matter always, and especially in a crisis. And last but not least, a business cannot wait for the transformation it knows it needs. So what are the top new mega trends today that we would like to share with you? So first of all, what's uh, important to say is that um, if before we have been talking a lot about optimization, then today uh, the prime two words are about agility and speed to market. That is followed by the fact that the companies, uh, the brands, will definitely make sure to organize themselves around the customer and be much more customer-centric moving forward. We're also talking about uh, global supply chain, uh, which uh, will restructure around maximum efficiency and also, if I may add here, proximity to various businesses and brands. Moving forward, we're also talking about the fact that there are not just more online shoppers, but which has even uh, been quite drastic is the fact that there are more online forefront stores today. Trust and purpose do matter today more than ever in all its aspects. Authentic human connections will definitely redefine the commerce uh, moving forward. And last but not least, we're talking about the opportunity to reestablish brand loyalty today, which has already been shaking to quite big degree even before COVID hit. Now, what does it mean for digital print, right? So. Um, it means that digital print actually is supporting pretty much all those mega trends, and these are the great news. So first of all, we're talking about uh, digital print, which is definitely one of the uh, biggest innovators and also extremely versatile. We're talking about speed to market and agility. So again, uh, all this I think we don't need to explain and repeat. It's the way how we are introducing our services, our business to the brands today. 
supply chain efficiency. It definitely is one of the prime aspects that today I'm addressing in any brand discussions. Supply chain efficiency and also supply chain, uh, how that can redefine the brand business. How can you make it more agile? How can you save the costs and become more uh, sustainable at the same time? All this is what we can address uh, through the supply chain. Automated purchasing journey through e-commerce, being online. That's another approach that we are offering. And we have already done humongous amounts of sessions with brands, in particular in the last few months, which uh, even if they haven't considered before, they would like to go online, both small and big. And again, we're talking about being more brand marketing and consumer centric. So talking uh, brand language, talking consumer, having consumer in the focus, understanding his and her needs. Uh, that's what we need to address whenever we are having any discussions with brands today, with your own customers potentially. And last but not least, talking about how with the help of digital print, you can become or you can make your customers more sustainable and offer them end-to-end -end sustainable approach. Following that, I would like to speak about new normal megatrends in business by bringing you some concrete examples. Some of them are very new ones, some of them you have seen before, but all of them are definitely corresponding to the today's mega trends, and all of them are definitely supported by digital print solutions of Indigo. We're heating off by talking about time and agility, and here I would like to proudly present one of the fantastic projects that was done in Philippines by our amazing team down there, which uh, have received a demand uh, for acyl alcohol at the strike of pandemic. So their task was to apply labels more than 50,000 liters and gallons of clean acyl alcohol within a very limited times. And as you can see, the order was produced in less than three days by using sticker labels printed on HP Intego 6900. In today's situation, in the current uh, very constrained circumstances, we have definitely helped uh, Filipinos to stay clean and sanitized. Moving forward, another great example of uh, how time and agility, this new mega trend, is actually helping also to save lives. And we're bringing another example here from another fantastic team in China. And our customer, uh, Yun Cheng, um, had received an 
urgent order for a batch of disinfectant wipes for epidemic prevention. And they have been able to produce them within just six hours of lead time. And we're talking about 1,500 meters of wipes over there. And within this short time frame, they have been able to uh, ship the supplies uh, to the front line as early as possible. Purpose and creativity. These are the two other trends which are extremely important today. Um, another fantastic example, and guess what? Coming again from Philippines. Um, here we're talking about something different, something funky, something creative, but also emotional. That is bringing colors, fun into very challenging situations in hospitals. What is it? We have been able to print mask protectors to serve as a way to prolong the use of surgical masks, which we know have been an issue of supply in quite a few markets. What had started originally as, um, as a way to uh, give to doctors or uh, some colleagues uh, in medical field, today has led actually to an ordinary gift that we would like to give to our friends and families. And if you will still wonder why they look so different and beautiful, yes, the answer is correct. It's HP's mosaic. Continuously talking about innovation and versatility. I don't know how many of you have uh, been uh, putting a lot of attention to broccoli sprouts in your supermarkets. Well, I'm quite sure that if you're coming from Australia, you definitely did. Why? Because um, an Australian brand, Healthy Sprout, has been using collage tool. Yes, just another amazing creative innovative tool by HP Integral in order to create unique packaging with a font twist to launch their new product line. And please tell me, will those funky sprout characters or clouds or sprouts in variety of different um, playful vibrant versions actually thousands of them pick up your attention i'm sure they will in particular in those times that we're living in this example you might have seen before and actually i call it iconic one looking very simple what do we see there a very traditional Nescafe jar. And before uh, Nescafe has tried to revamp uh, the brand, nobody would even pay attention to what brand's coffee uh, they were drinking. But things have changed once Nescafe has decided to preprint 300 different resolutions on those uh, coffee jars. Now, this type of variable data printing, this type of messaging, is another example of authentic human connection, making this connection even more personal than it has ever been. And in today's circumstances, think of um, 
any type of messaging that potentially your brand would like to address to their customers. All this can be done both offline, pre-printed, but also online. And the next example that you can see over here has been actually triggered by um, the Nescafe's example. And I'll give you a very brief story of that. Um, that was uh, about two years ago on December 15, when I had a great pleasure and honor to visit Colgate in India. Together with our fantastic local team, we have presented these and many other brand examples, but in particular, Nescafe's example made a big difference for Colgate because we were there on December 15 very much pre-holiday season, talking about New Year's resolutions potentially. So guess what happened just three weeks after? The consumers could go online on Amazon.in and create their own New Year's resolutions and have them printed directly on those Colgate tubes. Isn't it amazing? talking about automated purchasing journey, which is again, very much so supported by entire HP team, both to brands and of course, our print service providers. But we're not talking uh, just about one brand that decided to go online. There are bigger and small, and we're also talking about a additional type of engagement and accessibilities that are offered today through digital print solutions of Indigo. Over here, we see a brand that all of us know from our childhood, it's Cadbury's Chocolate. And you would say, how else can you change the brand? What else can you add to it? And yes, with the innovations of digital print, you definitely can and you're still doing. If you go to cadbury.in or cadbury.sg, there is a permanent e-commerce page that will allow you to create your own personalized sleeve and offer a small talking of appreciation to your customers, friends, and family. Again, think about today's time. Isn't it very special and human? Talking about uh, supply chain efficiency. Supply chain today is a very big topic for both smaller brands and bigger ones. So let's talk first how it matters to a smaller brand of uh, meat crafters coming from the US. Um, they have decided to shift from quarterly orders um, to order on demand, which first of all, definitely did decrease their inventory uh, and waste levels, which also helped them not just to save, increase their supply chain efficiency, but also become more sustainable. The lead time has been only seven days, but not only that, as a small but very innovative brand, they have been offered a freedom to, first of all, order small uh, volume 
quantities for less successful products and also do additional market testing for new flavors without additional cost. Talking about how supply chain efficiency matters for bigger brands. And here is another great example of uh, Nestle. Nestle's two brands uh, from Australia, um, Muggies and Allen Lollies. Both of those brands are well known to you, I believe. Um, they have huge amount of SKUs. So in particular 50 SKUs for Muggies sauce and 20 for Allen Lollies. Um, both brands have been ex experiencing huge storage issues which were related to high inventory costs and reduced supply chain efficiency. Now, thanks to our another amazing local team, there was launched a print-on-demand project with uh, both brands at their respective point of sales, which definitely have successfully solved the initial issues. And last but not least, I would like to share with you uh, one of the sustainable cases which have been still done very much so in style. It's uh, a brand from a rather tiny country, Latvia, called Art in Smart, which is producing um, healthy chips and they want to offer their customers something different so um, talking about it they decided to stand out with sustainability and also mosaic type of engagement properties the lead time of uh, print was only 10 days no inventory no obsolence and they have been using recyclable BOPP and OPP laminate for a flow pack So to wrap up the session, I would like to ask you, how can you grow your business in these challenging times? And would like to share with you um, the following summary that to move forward, you have to disrupt your industry with agile technology and diversify and definitely create buzz. You have to continuously show value for your customers. You are the ones who need to help to create opportunities through ecosystems. Partner with brands and associations. And last but not least, do think growth mindset and take advantage of the today's momentum. And to wrap up today's sessions, I would like to use a quote of our president and CEO Enrique Lares saying that the most successful companies of tomorrow will be those that not only push the boundaries of innovation, but the ones that also unlock shared aspirations for a brighter future. Thank you all for your kind attention. Thank you, Victoria for the great insights on the current mega trends. What is one key advice you can give to PSPs who wish you know, to work with brands? I think what is really important is um, to listen to the brands. Um, 
very often what I hear from brands is that they get a lot of different suppliers which would like to sell, to offer them different options. Uh, but uh, what is important for them, first of all, is to be heard. So uh, therefore, what we are doing as a role within the brand innovation team, we are in a way acting as a bridge, as a bridge that is uh, sitting together with a brand together with the PSP as well, and listening to the brand objectives. What are the today's needs? What are the one's priorities? What worked for them before and what not? And based on that, we can telemake our solutions and make sure that the brand can successfully address their objectives. Thank you. So if there are any more questions, please send them right now and then we'll try to get them answered. So one comment uh, from Thomas for Victoria, excellent takeaway, the resolutions idea from the cafe. Thank you. Okay, one uh, question from Biju earlier, maybe I'll just share it right now. Um, during this difficult time, can we expect extended support or upgradability for Series 2 presses like 30, uh, 3500 or 3550? So, um, so that's a, um, a good question. The Series 2, um, the Series 2 presses got to their, you know, end of uh, production uh, several years ago, right? Uh, presses like 3050 and 3000 is becoming, you know, after 15, 17 years and more, which is unheard of in, uh, in this type of equipment. Uh, it, it's getting harder and harder to, uh, to support, even get the, the parts, uh, obsolete uh, uh, parts of, uh, for the presses. So, uh, of course, we will support the Series 2s. Uh, for the duration of their uh, their uh, service lifespan, right? Not lifespan, service uh, uh, life, right? And uh, and the commitment was always uh, at least five years uh, after end of production for refurbished presses, at least seven years for uh, um, for uh, presses that are not refurbished. And we, I think that historically, uh, all the cases of presses that went out of uh, service life. We did support them a little bit longer, and sometimes even much uh, much longer. Uh, however, in terms of uh, the the path forward, the path forward would naturally be with uh, with series three. Series three is uh, is uh, is affordable affordable today. It has a path uh, forward, and the, there is a new model, the seven k, the six k, uh, and this is a, a live. A product that gets all the latest and uh, and best features, um, and you know, and, and and this is the way to uh, to move forward. We are not leaving any customer behind. Uh, if there are series two users, uh, you know, we we give all the support that we can. Thank you, Arnon. So let me see. I think that's uh, about it we have for today. So is there anything else uh, Oran, uh, Victoria would like to add? Nothing on my end, just uh, uh, glad we're doing these sessions. I, I hope they're, they're helpful and uh, we'll be 
available uh, to join any future session uh, as well. Um, uh, and then okay. uh, please, uh, if the community can share with you, Motomi, any 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 additional topics that uh, might be relevant and uh, and can help. Uh, we'll, we'll be happy to pull the information together. Yep, definitely. Thank you. And we'll be we'll be doing this uh, town hall sessions quite regularly, so you can stay in touch with our friends at HP, understand what's happening in the world of print, and also the kind of support uh, you know, that you need to, and what can be given to you at the most relevant time. So with that, I would say uh, thank you to all the panelists. Yeah, we took a little bit more time than required, actually. And thank you for everyone uh, attending uh, today's session. Please feel free to send us your feedback or any questions that you may have. And um, just before you log off, uh, do note that we have a short three question survey. We'd like to know what you thought about today's session and what else more you would like to learn or what else you, know, you would like to um, take home with you the next time. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day ahead and stay safe. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Good Thank to you. see you all. Bye-bye. Thank you.